We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Gairamangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. I just remembered yesterday one of my superpowers. Oh, I love your superpower chat. Yeah. yeah. What is it this month? Well, <laughs> you know this. Mm. Back me up. I can make an accurate apple memoji about of anyone in the world. You're very good. I think in another life you could have been a cartoonist. Could I? Mm. A memoji designer. Mm. It's the art director in me. Whatever. I just like froth on making accurate Memojis. You made mine. I made yours. And people say, yeah, it looks on. like you. Yeah. I've done my kids. Done every I can do anyone. Give me your phone and I'll make you your accurate memoji. Nothing tickles me more than when people are so off oh. on their memojis. Oh, people have dysmorphia right? about themselves. Yes. I, maybe I do. I don't know. I, mean, I I think I look so generic that like, cool, it's a blonde chick with eyebrows. You know, like what, what defining feature do I have that makes it look like me? Look, your memoji particularly has its own form of evolution. <laughs> and I feel like you particularly nail it. When you hit up the accessories. Yeah. Like there was a period where you were yeah. rocking glasses yeah. and your Memoji had glasses. almost the near same shape glasses yeah. and the colour was spot on. Like it was a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. I've needed a new glasses prescription for like 18 months and I just haven't done it. So I've just been getting old. I know. And I've, my eyes are feeling it. Like, oh, yeah. Ooh, ah. You need to go get on that. Anyway, I went to the Apple store yesterday mm-hmm. and um, they all have their Memoji on their name tag. On their lanyards? On their lanyards. Oh, that's so cute. That's such a good branding exercise. Well, it was just so – it reminded me like, yeah, Memojis, I love those things. Yeah. Checked out my Isla and Teddy ones, just made sure they're still relevant. Show us. Show us your Memojis of your kids. I mean, the Teddy one, it's bloody outrageous. Let me see, let me see. Like, Teddy? That is Ted. It's Ted. You've even got like the curtains hairdo. The floppy hair. Yeah. It's it's him it's to him, a T. Right? You've absolutely nailed it. Right? Isla? Like almost? What do you mean? Spot on. Wait, I, I I think you're too close to her. What do you mean? Yeah, I now think the freckles, babe, the you're like hair. You're that mum. No. Yeah. I'm not that mum. It's like those people who don't have a clear perception of themselves. Yeah. I think you're too close to Eileen and you haven't quite you, – you're so close. What do you mean? What? Give me notes. Her eyes are too big. Oh. You're right. You're right. Let's change I that. I think that – Do you know why? Because Eileen's got smiley – she's Isla the smiler. eyes. You're right. You're right. I made this in the first iteration of Memoji when I don't think you could even change the eye shape. Oh, so what? Have they got a whole library, yeah, catalogue like of eyes? 30 of them now. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, which one are you – come on. Right. Come on, art director. Smiley which one's going to be Eileen's smiley eyelids? There's Isla. Woo, there she there is she in Memoji. Is. God, I was worried for a second there, but you brought it back, babe. I brought it back. Brought it back. The freckles and everything, they're so cute so and so her. Bloody cute. Hang um, on, who's that? <laughs> Who? Who's that? Just a little, just a little one I'm working on. Who's that Memoji? Is that is that a mer- have you made have you oh my god DLs she has a whole library of memo- not a library okay. that's how it, that's how the app works okay sure but you have made an memoji for americano I can't tell you how accurate this is like this is so accurate is that what he looks like that's what he looks like I mean it's a hot memoji okay DLs <laughs> DLs I've got I've got an idea. I think you need to soft launch Americano via Memoji. I'm going to make you screenshot this catalogue of him. 
this one. And yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to share it. Okay, DLs, we're going to share it on the We Don't Have Time for This page. Oh, my God. So you I can have to get permission for this. Okay, get permission. Whatever. He looks like the every brunette guy, okay? <laughs> he does not. Okay, sure, he's hot. Whatever. <laughs> but let's get it up there for the DLs uh, so they get a little sneak peek into your man. Uh, we've got to make your husband... Speaking of smiley eyes. Yes. Total smiley eyes. Can you and get can you like do my kids? burn? Yeah, I'll do your kids. Yeah, do rough and eggs. Oh my God, I'll do everyone. I'll okay. do everyone. We'll do everyone. Me, I'll do you. Yep. <laughs> no, we'll don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do all of our family members yep. and we will share them on the... <laughs> people like, I don't care, no German revs. No one gives a shit. No one gives a shit what your kids' oh, emojis. It's like when people show pictures of their dogs <laughs> and do a slideshow and you're like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get into the episode? Yes. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, aka Gemma Peanut on the gram. Along with my co-host, Kate Reeves. Hello, how goes thee? Thee goes great. I came back just in time for record day. Thank you, appreciate it. Just for you. Yep. Could have kept slogging my guts up there in Cabarita <sighs> on my hands and knees, scrubbing and cleaning to get this fucking house ready. <sighs> Exhale. But you came back and I'm grateful. I'm happy to see you, babe. We can also always remote record. Like, it's fine. No, I know I, you're moving to Cabarita. I'm I've, not I've, moving there. I've processed it and moved on. <laughs> You know, like it's okay. We can we can handle it. You can set up a little pod studio. Yeah, we could in the in the pool house. There you go, pool house potty. Perfect. Done. Done. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa! (laughs) I made that a little too easy. You did that, not me. Just saying. No, don't move to Cabarita. But I mean, whatever. I always happy to see you, but also support your dreams. You know, (laughs) whatever you want. You sound like a real mom. Real mom. Just be you, babe. (laughs) I'm so close to the finish line, Revzy. Yep. <sighs> Are we going to round out a double, like six weeks? Nope. No, 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 no. We're like nope. <laughs> 98% done, just missing a couple of pieces of furniture, nothing major, yep. and painting. And then we're good. Oh, just that small job of painting. Yeah, just that small, huge job of painting. And the painting is, a, is an essential part for a colourful rainbow house. Sure. But bit of a funny story. So, <laughs> look, if you don't know what I'm talking about, and you need a visual cue of what the house looks like, go to the Instagram at yo underscore cabba underscore cabba. Just go to Gem's Instagram whatever. and click through to yo cabba cabba. Now, I have gone all out with the kitchen. I'm going to be sharing some pictures. It's amazing. It's a vibe. It's very colourful. It's a love letter to 1950s kitchens. 70s, I thought. It's actually both. If you look up 50s, because of the blue that I've used, it's very 50s. Yes. But yes, there are. It's a it's a mishmash of yep. 50s and 70s. It's okay? just Gem's things that Gem likes in a fun way in the fun house. Correct. Yeah. So I had a TV delivered to the house, and the delivery guy was this pirate-looking guy. Like I'm talking scraggly hair, missing teeth, quite lanky and skinny. Definitely a pack a day kind of guy. Right. Roll his own? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Hundy yeah. P. Can so smell he... those fingertips. <laughs> oh, dude. I've got <laughs> another story about this, actually. I'll get to that in a sec. But anyway, he walks in with the TV and he's like, oh, 
wow, what a what a funky house. And then he walks past the kitchen. He goes, whoa, look at those tiles, referring to the floor tiles. And he goes, they're retro ass. Bet you can't wait to get rid of those. And I was like, oh, no, they were a choice. <laughs> I installed those. And his poor little backpedaling, he was like, oh, they're fucking brilliant. Like, he just... <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, that's okay. They're not for everyone. Like, this is not everyone's cup of tea. I get it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a choice. It's a mm-hmm. strong direction. Mm-hmm. And uh, I get why you thought that they were probably there you for probably, donkeys. You probably from- thought you bought like a deceased estate, yeah. and you were like in the process of ripping out grandma's yeah. kitchen. No, 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 no. We put it in. Yeah. <laughs> How fun. Yeah. So in Yo Cabba Cabba, I've got various wallpapers mm-hmm. in every room. We're aware. <laughs> We've been following in along. In case you missed it. <laughs> in case you missed it. No one can miss it. There's wallpaper. And in the kids' bunk room, I've just recently had the wallpaper installed and it's this beautiful pink and gold mix of pineapples. Nice. I just thought, pineapples, how fun. Pineapples how fun. are joyous. Yeah. You know, sprinkle a bit of salt on them. There's a okay. party in your all mouth. Right, no, right, it's a vibe. It's a thing. Uh, <laughs> Just real quick, DL's gem puts salt on her pineapple. Is it a Thai thing or just like a weird gem thing? No, it's a Thai thing. It's a Thai thing. And you know what? Don't knock it until you've tried it. That's all I have to say. I assume it's like a sour lolly vibe. It's more that the saltiness. My mouth is salivating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the fact that the saltiness counteracts the sweet. And that's what, what Thai is. Is it's like that umami balance of flavors. Mm-hmm. Anyway, look, I've force fed people my salted pineapple and they've all come to the bright side. That's all I have to say about that. So I've got this wallpaper full of funky pineapples in all different directions. And a DL slid into my DMs and was like, hey, link to an article. Now, when people send me links to articles, I'm like, go away, Karen. Yes. (laughs) But she was like, hey, this is so funny. But just FYI, upside down pineapples, of which I have many in Yo Cabba Cabba, is the universal symbol for swingers. (gasps) Oh, my God. So I've accidentally turned Yo Cabba Cabba into a swingers den um not mad about it like i'm kind of okay with I it too i think that's a fun vibe for this anyway i clicked on this article <laughs> next minute we get some diary <laughs> some calendar invite from your husband like <laughs> hey couple <laughs> just planning a retreat in january <laughs> bring your pineapples oh, and I, your car keys <laughs> look i really want to get into the history of why the upside down pineapple but in this article there's all these pictures of like apartments with like an upside down pineapple at the front door hotel rooms where they hang an upside down pineapple on the door handle the admin of hanging an upside Do you reckon, down pineapple you just buy high. one online well, how do you bit hang of rope it? bit of rope over the handle <laughs> you know like a do not disturb sign how do you lasso a pineapple and hang it on the door with ease i'd say with ease i'd love to see you try Look, it. think about a christmas ball ball revs it's just a piece of string tied up yeah, but Oh, and it is spiky up top. Yeah, anyway. you just put it no, no, but upside no, no, no. down. Hold up. You're imagining a real <laughs> pineapple? No, yeah. a pineapple picture or symbol. Oh, or... no, I was imagining legit pineapples. No, oh, my God, no, sorry. The pineapple symbol. Oh, uh, like an yes, ornament. An ornament. Yeah, righto. Or All a right. sticker even. Even more effort, but cool. No, not more effort. <clears throat> I reckon there's – dude – I was considering getting a pineapple door knocker for Yo Cabba Cabba and guess who has one in their house? Me, I do. But it's not upside down. That's fine. I'm a one-man girl. Look, I can position it up. Oh, are you? I don't know. Am I? I don't know. <laughs> I can position the pineapple door knocker upside down. Oh, That'll my be God. a vibe. And Look. then it'll just like swing. <laughs> um, that's funny because I used to hear that at Neutral Bay Woolworths, 
adjacent to Mossman, one of the waspiest suburbs in Sydney. We love you, Mossman DLs. Do we? Yes. <laughs> of course we do. Upside down bananas in the trolley meant you're up for it. In the trolley? Who? If you put is your on bananas the prowl? in Neutral Bay Woolies, probably a lot of waspy swingers. Stop it. Upside uh, down bananas in the top of your trolley means what up? Okay, here's a question. Mm. What's upside down? Oh, right. No, yeah, genuine. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like tip and bottom, <laughs> tip and base. top and base all over again. But I would say, so if it's a smile, yep. that's right way up. Okay. Turn it around to a frown and you're down. Okay. You're down for <laughs> yeah. the dirty. We should do this. Let's just go after this. Let's go to Woolies, put some upside down bananas in a trolley and see if we get any takers. You know, I confess my bananas are often downward facing in my fruit bowl because if you imagine a whole bunch of oranges, mm-hmm. Rafa's favourite fruit, in the bowl mm. and it just makes sense for the bananas to be upside down like a little canopy just cradling the oranges. So you're just giving out swinger messages to the I, whole world yeah. everywhere you turn. Yeah. Just like pineapples, bananas, like Jem is up for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I cover, cover, the new swingers den. What a cool like plot twist this would be. If you like start a new Instagram, it's like... <laughs> At Upside Down Pineapple Cabarita. <laughs> Look, I don't want everyone to think Cab is like this dirty den. It's it's oh a, it's a, it's, a, it's a sophisticated, elegant, joyous. Imagine the Airbnb store. client you're going to oh get now. God. You have to go in there with bleach and blue lights. Oh, stop. <laughs> uh, look, while we're on the sexy topic of swinging, mm. I have a semi-sexy slash totally not sexy story. Okay, I'm intrigued. Okay, so Hubs and I have been trying to really commit to our date nights. Yes. How's that going? It's actually going well because we have a live-in au pair now. Yes. So we have a built-in babysitting night every week. Granted, he's not always in the country. Yeah. But when he is, we'll 100% do it. Yep. So there was this one night. It was a terribly rainy night in Sydney. This is very recent, this story. And we went out for pizza. Now, in Hubs's mind, he was like, let's do a 5.30 booking. And I was like, no, that's when we eat with children. He's like, yeah, but then we get out of the house and then our au pair can do the dinner, bath time routine stuff. You yeah, You know, it's like any- shirk that responsibility. Totally. It's like yeah. anyone who books a sitter, right? You want to get mileage. Yeah. You don't want them to rock up at like 7.30. You've done the all kid- the work. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, hey, I like your thinking. So we went to the pizza joint. Pocket Pizza, shout out. Oh, my God. I went on a date at Pocket Pizza last week. How good is it? Dude, imagine we'd run in. Well, there's two Pocket Pizzas, babe. Were you at the Manly one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was at the Brookvale one. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know we didn't. <laughs> this is a ramble, this app. Okay. Continue. Whatever. I love a rambly app. Anyway, so Pocket Pizza being a pizza place, efficient as fuck. You come in, you order your whatever. You're, you're done by 5.45. Correct. So... <laughs> We smashed out dinner. And you know what it's like when you go out for dinner with your partner? Not you. You're in the love bubble fucking sexy fest. But when you're married, mm. you remember this. I remember. You have dinner and it's like, let's try not to talk about the children. What do we talk about? Work. We've talked about that. You kind of run out of shit to talk about quicker. Okay. So then we're like driving home in the shit, shit weather. And my hubs is like, we fucking can't go home. No. The kids will still be awake. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Ew. We're not going home. They're going to they're gonna run for us. It's just going to be a disaster. And I was like, oh, but like where do we, you know, when it's, when the weather's bad, you just want to get in your PJs and your Uggies, yeah. snuggle on the couch. But we knew we couldn't do that. And Sydney's not great, particularly the beaches, is not great for like a 
nightcap. I mean, I know it was seven o'clock or whatever, but like, you know, like an after dinner spot. We're not, we're not great on those. No, exactly. Yeah. So oh, am I really going to tell this story oh on the potty? Oh, my God, what? Oh. Did you have sex in the car? Look. <gasps> so, Did you have sex in the car? <laughs> so Hubs gets Holy a- shit! <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So Hubs. <laughs> Vintage. I fi- very, like 16-year-old vibes. <gasps> oh, my God. Anyway, he starts getting. If the, va- if the Mazdas are rocking, don't come a-knocking. <laughs> Dude. He starts getting a bit handsy with me and I'm doing the whole like, no, babe, no. And then, you know, the handsier they get, the more you're like, oh, it, it, there's like one little switch <laughs> oh, and you're like, maybe. well, that, that felt kind of good. Like, oh. <laughs> and then I, and then we, and then I turned into a giggly. I was like, where are we going to go? Like, no, we can't. So we start driving around our neighborhood oh my God. looking for a location. You should have like, gone out of neighborhood. I know you love Freshie, but you can do some <laughs> things out of Freshie. I know. I don't, well, we were already on our way home. And you know Brookvale to Freshie. It's so close. There's nowhere to go. So we start trawling the streets and we're like, should we hit? No, it's that light's on in that house. You know, we still, it's just too de- – oh, look, there's people running in the rain. Fools. And then Hubs goes, let's go to the beach car park. Oh, my God. He's like, no one is going to go to the beach <gasps> at night time <laughs> in pissing rain. And I was like, okay, this is a great idea. So we pull up at Freshie car park. Oh, my God. Oh, I want to retract this story already as I'm telling it. But whatever. Explain. TLs, we're here now. Give me the setup. Mum and dad, I love you. So the car park's empty. And he's like, see, no one's here. Now, right. there are. See? <laughs> Is he still making a case at no, this he point? He had to make a case because I kept wanting to back down. I was like the teenager who needed convincing. It's also daylight savings. Like, was it still light? By this point, it's like really dark. Okay. And, and at- raining. Yep, and Hot. raining. Very sexy yeah, vibes, into that right? Yeah, yeah, you're either going to get murdered or have a great orgasm. One or the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take the latter, though. Or both, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Hopefully you get the orgasm first. <laughs> now, there's lots of apartments that oversee this car park, but they're set back from a river serve. So we find this parking spot kind of near this weird utility building in the middle of Freshy Car Park. And I'm like, okay. I know it. Yeah. And I've got we, a great we, visual. We snuggled up right, like the car right up against it to kind of, to, for it to shield us a little bit. Now there were sort of some apartments in the distance. Anyway, I feel like I need to fast forward a bit, but we, we get into it. Okay. Tell me the position. I knew you were going to ask me this. Because everyone loves a car bang differently. Oh. So what, where, what's he like? What are you, I'm assuming you're straddling him. What'd you get in the back? No. Okay. So. <laughs> Sorry, I'm struggling with this because it's my mum listens yeah, to it. My yeah, mother-in-law yeah. listens You've to it. You've got two kids. The jig is up. Okay, yes, you it is. You have sex. All right, I'm just going to own it. Anyway, we both get into the passenger seat, the front passenger seat. Oh. And we lie the seat as oh. far back as it goes. Okay, okay. Yeah. So it's kind of like a lounger, recliner, yeah, 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 yeah. massage chair yeah. vibes. Yeah. So I was on top. Obviously. Surprise, surprise. He was lying back. But I could see out the window, whereas he's just looking at the ceiling of the car. And you, I hope. And me. <laughs> and um, obviously he's like loving the view, but I'm I'm too exposed to the, like I can see. So anyway, I'm, try- I'm trying to get into it and I'm like, you know, there's something sexy about the danger yeah. of being caught. It's a naughtiness. Sure. And then in my head I was like, oh my God, I feel like a teenager. Like Love this, this is, for you yeah, guys. Yeah, this is cheeky. Yeah, yeah. Next minute, 
headlights shine <gasps> straight on me and I just like lie on top of him, like hide under where the base of the windows are and I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And, you know, in the dead of night, in the rain, it's so bright. And we're in this like gi- Jurassic Park vibe. Dude, it was so hectic. I was like, oh, my God, I feel sprung. And he was like, no, 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 it's fine. It's just a car going by. It's just a car going by. Just let it go. Just let it go. Like, don't just stay. He's like, stay in the zone. Don't don't lose yourself. Come on, Jem. Like, it's still hard. <laughs> anyway, so then the car disappears. So he's like, it's fine. It's gone. So we get back into it. Yep, yep. And then... Headlights once again on me, and I'm like, Fuck, "Babe, I'm done." He's like, "No, stay in the moment." I'm like, oh, "Okay, I'm trying. Wait till it disappears." So then we decide to swap posies. So he goes on top yeah. because I was like, "I'm too in my head." Yeah, you need to have all the window view to yeah. the world, and I need to just focus in on us. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it was hot for me. Anyway, really getting into it okay. at this point. All right. New set of headlights oh my God. come in, and he's like pancaked onto me, trying to hide himself. Then he looks up and he goes. Oh, fuck. It's an L-plater oh. clocking up their driving hours. <sighs> and I was like, it's okay. They'll be gone soon. They'll be gone soon. Next minute, the L-plater practices reverse parking <laughs> in the parking beep, spot beep. next to our car because their dad, who's <sighs> teaching them to drive, would have gone, well, in a real world, you wouldn't be learning to park <sighs> in an empty car park. Let's try and park next to the one car in the car park so that you've got some normal obstacles that you would be dealing with in the real world. Or dad's like, something's going on there <laughs> oh, in that Mazda. Let's have a squeeze. Oh, anyway, so this fucking teenagers like practicing reverse park and they did it in back you can imagine the chat at home right they've had dinner and the kid's like dad my driving test is next week and he's like gotta get rain hours fuck we gotta clock hours i haven't really done much in rain conditions (laughs) i know let's go out on a friday night and drive around in the rain (gasps) so anyway reverses parks next to our car and then goes off then does laps oh, of the car park for 20 minutes. Oh, my God. And you're still going at it? No, it, Hubs is just, re- like, soaking. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. Okay, he's just <laughs> resting, soaking there. And, we're, and we get the gigs. Oh, no. You know, when you just get the giggles yeah. because it's like this what are the odds? could not be more absurd. And, it, and we can just see the headlamps on this car just doing laps around the car park. Anyway... It finally leaves after 20 minutes and Hubs is like, all right, it's gone. I'm like, babe, I'm a desert. <laughs> like there's, there's, there is no, I'm a nose go zone. <laughs> Soz. I can't believe you didn't see it through. Babe, I could not. Oh my I God. I couldn't. And to be fair, he couldn't either. What about your little sweaty hands? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's not the same. It's not. Oh, that's a really depressing ending to what I thought was a really sexy story. Start to come down. Look, I'm sure when we went to bed, Hubs like serviced himself and saw it through to the bitter end. But I couldn't you finish it off at home. I don't know. The mood was gone. The moment was gone. We like got home. Fragile mood. No, it's fragile at the moment. It's so fragile. Okay, fair enough. But you know what? I said to her, I did say, "Oh, I'm sorry, babe." Like that could have been such a fun ending. Like it's fine. My balls are bright blue, but it's it's, it's fine. (laughs) Genuinely, he was like, it was just so fun to feel young again and naughty. There was a joy in the moment, and it took us back to our teen years, and we just had such a giggle over it. Anyway. That's my sexy L plater car story. So you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? I've had a really, really shit 
shit neighbour situation before. Mm-hmm. Was this in Edinburgh? In Edinburgh. Oh, I remember this. This was, it was gnarly. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's very stressful. Give the DLs a, the story. Oh, this was, and now it's going to sound like, and they were unreasonable. And like, <laughs> I'm the common denominator here. But actually this was like, so basically Scottish people are incredibly considerate to a fault. Mm-hmm. I think they'd be fine with me saying that. Like, the worst possible thing you could do as a human being if you're Scottish is disturb someone else. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I- it goes like murder, <laughs> war, like white collar crime, all, all come underneath disturbing someone on a train, you know? Like <laughs> don't get in anyone's space. Don't let your kids annoy them. Like everyone is very aware of just being like nice. Is it fair for me to say that, and the, uh, look, I'm grossly generalising here, but this is Quite a British sentiment. Yes, but the Scots take it to another level. Interesting. Yeah, so they like the English are very like, you know, just be proper and don't disturb. But this is like, don't fucking look at anyone, you know. Mm. However, Edinburgh is like um, the capital city and it's apartment living. Grand apartments, like Mm. big house size apartments, but apartments nonetheless because it's the old Georgian buildings. They're all stacked on top of each other. There's usually only like three or four in one dwelling and they're big, but they're, you know. Like three floors of apartments you have usually it's you have the whole you have floor. a whole floor okay. yeah so because they're those really old they're beautiful yeah. you know imagine what you imagine from like Notting Hill but mm. like put it in Scotland yeah beautiful very stunning we had a beautiful apartment in the west end of Edinburgh top floor it was like the dream like exactly what you imagine about living in the center of Edinburgh beautiful views private park with a key like the whole experience charming as hell <laughs> however underneath us were these like, and they were only about 33. Oh, stop. Really? Yeah, couple. And they owned, right? Most people own in Scotland. We were renting. You dirty renters. How dare you? How dare we? Anyway, they were very, very nice and welcoming when we first moved in. And then it just like turned sour really fast. Basically, they didn't like that they could hear that we were there. And it was like, Hey, just letting you know, um, every time you walk around the apartment, we can hear it. Oh, what What are and you to like, do? What do you want me to do about mm. that? Um, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll be mindful was how I started because I never wanted to be like, oh, sorry, because like you're living there, right? Mm. And then it just turned so sour and they basically had a massive problem with the kids' footsteps. Right. And they were like- Because kids do wake up in the morning and at that stage, Teddy was- Two or three? Yeah, but do you remember Ted? He wake he used to wake at seven and go to bed at seven. Mm. And he was at daycare three days a week and out of the house yeah. business hours. Yeah. It wasn't like we were at home. This was pre-COVID. And so I was like, come on, like seven to seven, there's no noise from him. You know, mm. and they, but they, I would get these WhatsApp messages like, hi, I can hear Teddy running through the rooms, jumping on the couch and jumping off again. It sounds like a bull in a china shop. Yikes. Our, our chandeliers are shaking. Oh, Jesus. Like this kind of thing. And I was like, oh, I, I, so anyway, I would just like try and go out a lot. I made myself exhausted actually oh. going out so much. And, and that's not relaxing when you're at no. home and you're like, mm, Ted, don't do that. I mean, and he's a child. Well, I actually refused to do that because I was like, um, he is a person too and he has every right to live in his house yeah and he's an 18 month old he's mm. allowed to run around like it's real I was thinking this is really unreasonable but my Scottish husband was like oh fuck we're really like encroaching on these people's living situation anyway it progressed so ex- to, so extreme he used to send me pictures of smashed candles that had like bounced off the walls oh my calm down and like Clive. Sent, me, sent me invoices for damage to the tiles because something had like fallen off the roof and damaged the tile and I was You're like this a family of elephants I was like this is a building problem and I was like 
like, I don't know what you want me to do. It all climaxed when he called the cops on Teddy at 6 p.m. because he was running around. It's ridiculous. And like running around, you know, the footsteps of an 18 month. I was like, bung, 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 bung. It is. But like, he weighed like 12 kilos. Do you know what I mean? I know, but kids are heavy footed. They are heavy footed. It's fine. But I was just like, I don't know what you will have me do. Mm. I can't ship my 18 month old out of the family yeah so but it was the point where i would lie and i would wake up in the middle of the night and need to pee and be like i can't go pee that's ridiculous like it really yeah. consumes your whole living yeah so absolutely anyway, we were like fuck the, like and he just would not let up he took up um like a complaint with our landlord through the real estate agent when he called the cops and he called the cops a couple of times and i said to the cops but the cops were also scottish oh god <laughs> so i was like what can I do? Like, what would you have me do? We just live here. He goes to bed at seven. He wakes up at seven. Like, what more can I possibly do? They're like, look, we, we've just had so many calls. Like, we have to come out. Oh. Like, it's just policy. And maybe you could just be mindful. Oh, and yeah. Like, like, I've tried I mindfulness. I have been mindful, but this is it. And like, we didn't play music. We didn't have parties. I never even had people over because it was so stressful. Stressful. Anyway, yeah. in the end, we're like, fuck this. We have moved to this beautiful city to enjoy our life here. Let's move. Mm. And the landlord was amazing. He was like, look, we've had trouble before. Okay. And like, it's like they complain about everyone who it moves sounds in. Like they it's find a, a reason. Yeah. yeah. So I was like quite validated by that. But also this guy was a fucking asshole. And I get, you know, I don't know if the DLs know this about me, but I can hold a little bit of a grudge, not for long, but I like to like have a good storybook ending. I like to have a good climactic ending to bookend an annoying situation. Mm. So I was like, all right, we're going to move. I took great joy in letting him know, you know what? This has just become too much for us, so we're going to move. And um, I was like, I'll invoice you for the, for the moving company, which, of course, he didn't pay. But, I, you know, I was just making my you point. You were making a point. He would have been like, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was like, another one. They got rid of another one. But the <laughs> fact that he's, like, in his early 30s. Yeah, he was a real, like, because inti- he had Yeezys at the front door. He used to wear, like, these, like, Gucci velour tracksuits. He was a real piece, like oh a real entitled white guy who'd, like, obviously been bought that apartment because it was, a, like, it was like a, a million-pound apartment, mm. you know, in the middle of central Edinburgh, and he was, like, 30, and he didn't work. He was home all day. But he has such, like, retired boomer vibes. Like, he, oh, this yeah. is what I imagine oh, yeah, retired Karen vibes. This is what I imagine retired boomers do with all their time <laughs> where they just sit there and, like, I... Re- Babe, we know what boomers do. They go to Europe. <laughs> they go and do Zumba classes. They do painting and sip they don't sit around complaining about neighbors but our dear friend from school m her mum moved into an apartment building and only lasted a few months Mm. because there were too many retirees in there and one guy had a problem with her doormat yeah and it wasn't uniform with the rest of the apartments and she was like i'm tapping out you guys need a fucking hobby not worth it yeah not worth it anyway this guy was like he had entitled bored white Mm. guy all over him um and i was like you know what I really want to, I want some good revenge. And I was like, you know, there's the classic. I want some, sorry, DLs are like, sorry, what? Revenge? Some good revenge. Yeah. So Tell I, us, spill the beans. Well, I was like, there's the classic prawn tails sewed into something, but like how would I get access? Like I really lay up awake at night fantasizing about how I was going to get him back. Anyway, I did some deep, deep Googling. Found an incredible service. Yep. It was like 11 pounds a month I had to pay for this, but I signed up him up for the whole year because I had his phone number. So I signed him up to a thing called Catfax. Catfax. As in F-A-C-T-S. Yep. Catfax. Yep. It's a daily (laughs) SMS subscription service with facts about cats. (laughs) Like the Siberian Pomeranian cat. This is so (laughs) 
rogue. Five texts a day. <laughs> oh, my God. For 12 gosh. months and you can't unsubscribe. Do you know what I can't it's get illegal. past? It's <laughs> illegal. I can't get past the fact that you paid £11 a it month. It was worth it. Nah. Fucking worth it. I would have paid £500 to get sweet revenge on him. And I wanted him to know I'd done it but never be able to prove it. <laughs> DLs if, you'd, <laughs> DLs, if you'd like a conversion, that's 25 bucks a month. Yeah. For cat facts. Worth it. Worth every fucking pound. You know what, Revs? I support you. I did another thing. Yeah. I, I used this other service mm-hmm. and I signed him up to um, prospectuses from every single aged care facility in the country. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I saw some of them arriving. They were like these big, hardcover, glossy prospectuses from these old people's homes just arriving at like all with of them. With his name with on his them. name on That's it, like great. arriving addressed to him. I was like, this is brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Less laughs on me, bro. Anyway, we moved out. Good. And we found a beautiful flat in Stockbridge and it was like the time of our lives. We had a great time. So it was all, all's well that ends well. But like it does pervade your every mm. waking thought. Well, do you know what came to mind for me? Do you remember producer Liv who yes. used to work on the Oh, she's had some doozies. She has had some doozies. And interestingly, one of her biggest issues was with her upstairs neighbours in Bondi's kids. Thumping around. Thumping around. But that was all hours. Like, weren't they up till like 9.45 and then they're up at 5 in the morning? I can't remember. But I just remember her being like, those kids. Mm. And this is pre-kid live. Yeah. And it killed her. And then she had a baby and it killed her even more. Because it, it the would baby. wake the newborn. Yeah. And she also had a leaf blower situation. Yeah. There was a lot going on there. So I kind of see it from two perspectives. Like I, I see it, but I was just but but I'm a it, solutions person. Yes. I get very frustrated when people just bring problems. Yeah. I'm like, what are the solutions? Someone tell me what I can do. And the solution is not to stop your child from walking or you not going to the bathroom and contracting a UTI. Like that's exactly. just a hard no. Exactly. I just don't really understand the hate. You know, when I was in lockdown in my old apartment, I could hear my sexy Brazilian neighbours going at it almost every day through that hard lockdown. They would like come back from their surf, put their surfboards at the front door. Yes, I've made a whole story about it. And then I would hear them like going at it in the kitchen. And I was like, all power to you. Mm. You know, you get yours. Yeah, it's hot. Right? Until you're someone who has their own personal sleep issues. Mm. This is the thing. You don't know what's going on for them. Yeah. This is how I always extend empathy. I know. But maybe one of them is a chronic insomniac and sleep is super precious. So don't live in an apartment. Yeah, but that's privilege yeah, to I say know. that. I you know. know? I know. But yeah, I hear you, babe. I hear you. I just like, you know, he never gets complaints about his kids or anything. It's That's interesting. Just me. So I think it's a trigger. Anyway. I, yeah, I think you're onto something about uh, maybe they're in a loveless, sexless, sexless marriage and they feel triggered. Maybe. Okay. You know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? Colour disappearing from the world. Okay, here we go. <laughs> it's her new flag to fly, Look, people. She's all about colour suddenly. I'm not all about colour. Mm-hmm. I'm just welcoming colour with open arms. I'm still a lover of neutrals. Yes. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Right. I haven't betrayed or turned my back on neutrals. Although, Sounds like you have. <laughs> look, I will say though, Rev. So you know how my poor Renaults in Freshie have spectacularly collided with the Renaults in Yoko. The, D- the DLs do not know this. Gem is like reskinning her pool area. It was supposed to happen 100 years ago. It's happening now at the same time as her holiday house rental. Listen to you. Listen to this. I know. We're just, I'm just hemorrhaging cash, okay? Yeah. Look, I'll own the privilege, but financially it's, whew, it's yeah. really taking us Out for a ride. 
Yes. And I've had some interesting thoughts pop up because mm-hmm. I've been working so hard on Yo Cabba and it's been thrilling and exciting and I've challenged myself creatively and pushed myself well out of my comfort zone with things and loving the results of it. You know, mm-hmm. when you when you really take a risk with yourself and you're like, oh, this is paying off and my, my bravery was worth it. Like I know it's, I'm talking yes. about fucking home renovations, like I'm not saving lives, but it's exciting. <laughs> yes. I'm a hedonist, so I'm into this yes. new chapter. But the problem is, because my poor renos were meant to be done, as you said, a million years ago, I've semi-fallen out of love with the design. You've done a neutral pool area. I've done a neutral palette. Guys, the Sydney house is neutral. Shut up! <laughs> Making me sound like a brat. All right, I'm moving on to this But your house then. is neutral, so it works, babe. Just go, just breathe through it. No, I, I can... Breathe pull- through your beautiful new pool area. <laughs> Read right. your article. I will get yeah. cite to your source. I will cite well TikTok, which is the Bible of truth for everyone okay. these days. All right. Look, someone sent me this TikTok and I was like, oh yeah, what you got? What you got? Anyway, it was really interesting. And I shared this on the Yokaba page, but I think it needs to live permanently on the podcast as well because I thought it was really interesting. Hit me. But essentially it's a girl on TikTok talking about an article that she got sent online that she hasn't been able to shake. And the title of the article is Colour Has Been Disappearing from the World. And it goes on to say, new research group used machine learning to track color changes in common materials and also looking at buyer behavior mm-hmm. over the span of the 10, 20, 30 research. years. Yeah, it's very interesting. And there's a lot to be said about the article. But the key takeaway from me is this idea that we aren't actually allowed to belong to the places we live. So what I'm referring to here is how we all go neutral in our homes because the idea is, well, if I'm going to sell it. Oh. Yeah. And and this is capitalism. Correct. And there is so much truth to this because Mm -hmm. how many times have you renovated a bathroom, maybe fall in love with a perhaps garish or bright or out there tile that makes your heart so happy, but then you rein yourself in because you go, oh, but if I sell. I mean, can't relate because I just do what I want. (laughs) You do what you want, but I'm talking general population. Gen gen pop seem to be smarter. Yeah. And do you know what? I've done that before. The first place we ever bought was a neutral bay apartment. And I reeled it right back. And at that time, and Revs can hold me account to this, I said, this is our 10 to 15 year home. Well, 10 to 15 month home. (laughs) Six months after we finished renovations and then we moved. But I made all the decisions. Even then, knowing that this was supposed to be a 10 to 15 year home, Mm. I made decisions based on... Saleability. Saleability and future purchases. Which is smart in Sydney. Yes, but the article goes on to talk about how we're not actually allowed to belong to the places we live. Houses and entire towns are shells meant to be as plain as possible for the next renter, buyer, investor. Mm. The more generic it is, the more consumers it can be sold to. And when you have a country that's biggest population doesn't have a distinctive sense of cultural identity, it is then reflected in this. Mm. And Australia has a bit of a cultural identity crisis. Mm-hmm. I think we are working towards more and more heralding Indigenous culture, which I think is vitally yeah. important. Yes. But when I think about when I went to, say, Cartagena, 
and every single building is like an ice cream sorbet color like your pale mint greens your pinks your blues and it's a rainbow and my eyes lit up I couldn't stop photographing it because it's so different to neutral Sydney yeah then the article goes on to show a before and after picture of McDonald's so once upon a time McDonald's was famous for having these red roofs Mm -hmm. and colorful walls and the big arches M's and Ronald McDonald out the front and now all McDonald's are timber Mm. timber boxes with a very minimalist M on the building. No diabetes here. Correct. (laughs) But then she also goes on to share how brands, so let's talk about fashion industry Mm -hmm. because they are the leaders of trends, which then bleeds into your homewares and all that stuff. But brands like, and Revs, I'm going to show you this picture because I think the visual kind of says it all. But brands like Yves Saint Laurent, Balenciaga, Burberry, Baluti and Balmain Paris all had strong logo identities. Now look at them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So they've all moved <laughs> so to the same. So they're basically the font used to have a bit of character flair to it. They were, it's called a serif font in the graphic design world and they've all gone to sans serif, which is like no flair, just like very straight. Celine started that, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And it's minimalism. If it's also a trend. I understand that it's yeah. a trend. Yeah. But she also goes on to show a graph how once upon a time on the roads people used to pride themselves in bright colored cars mm-hmm. your blues your reds your yellow cars yeah now the majority of cars being bought are gray and white yeah so I just thought that was really interesting how instead of making choices based on personal taste mm-hmm. personality what sparks joy mm. how you want to celebrate and mm. I think design is a celebration totally. like how we dress ourselves we make choices I do think that is getting lost for mass consumption. You think about things like tiles, even where you work. It's like, well, we can't go too garish in colours because we've got to look at what's the most popular. But It's almost like a self-fulfilling thing where consumers get told to stick with neutrals so they buy the neutrals Mm. and then brands and businesses cater to that taste. So it becomes this cycle where people can't get off the wheel to do something outside of the box. I love TikTok for this because they're like, guess what I've discovered? Mm. Everything's, the colour is leaking out of the world. It's a conspiracy theory. It's a trend. It's a trend cycle. And we're coming back into dopamine. And we've talked about this a ton. Yeah. We're coming back into what sparks joy. Look at like the fashion is like sequins and glitter and chrome and sparkly and bright colours. It's going to be in homewares any minute. I mean, it's already here. Mm. The, fa- the Those big fashion houses, they'll be, they'll have it back, you know. And just quickly, a little logo tip. Mm. It's a graphic design rule that if you are going to make a fashion logo or a logo that's going to go over a lot of content with colours, it has to be black or white because you let the content do the talking. So I think she's a little bit cooked, this TikTok investigator. No, I, I get it about the like renovating not to your taste and your hand because nothing's permanent because we're always going to be selling and moving on and that's a sad little capitalism tale. It is. And if you think back to decades ago, yeah, there are people who were born into a house And then their parents died in that house. Yeah, totally. But we are this mass consumption generation where it's like, I want it now. How Mm. can I up-level? How can I upgrade my life? How can I have more, more, more? Mm. That we don't lay roots the way we used to. Trends move. You can't afford to lay roots. No, I disagree. People kind of buy their forever house when they're in their 20s like our boomer parents Mm. did. They can't do that. I'm not talking about just buying a house, but I think, 
Like when I meet someone who's like, oh, I've been renting this apartment, like Sim, yeah. for seven years. I'm like, fuck, that's a long time. Yeah. Because we're all uprooted. We live in this world where we're not settled. And mm. I think it speaks to the idea that we're on these fast moving hamster wheels. And this talk of trends changing all the time. Once upon a time, it took years yeah. for a trend to move on. Pre-Pinterest, pre-TikTok. Pre-Instagram. Yeah. You weren't, you would hear about a trend because you went to your neighbor's house to drop off some sugar and you went, Hey, that's a really nice dining table. And they go, Oh, I bought it from so-and-so. Yeah, yeah. So then you go and buy that table. And then a friend of yours comes over and goes, I really, and so you buy these permanent pieces and that trend of that type of wood, let's go with like the nineties orange timber cabinetry in kitchens, like that hung around for a while. Yeah, yeah. But now we're, you know, black tapware had its moment and then pink and then brass. Like it's moving quickly. And when you look at fashion, it's even faster Mm. because everyone's sharing what they're wearing on Instagram. And then something's old. I'm feeling stressed. Well, I guess why I bring this up, let's talk about houses because this is specifically where I'm interested at the moment because I'm obviously doing Yo Cabba Cabba. I really want to encourage people to buy the fun tile or just lean into your creativity. Because another thing I've noticed, and a lot of our friends have been guilty of this, is you know those people who like their house is like 60% done, there's still boxes everywhere, there's a ceiling that needed to be patched and painted, they were meaning to install an aircon, blah, 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 blah. They do none of it until they sell yeah, yeah, yeah. and they do it all for the next person to move in. And you don't and even they, get to enjoy it. You don't get to enjoy any of it. The amount of people I know who do all these renos for sale and then sit in their home and go, oh, I really like it like this. Yeah. Why didn't I do this three years ago or five years ago? I know why. Life, family budgets, getting trades, like you got to move all the shit. You're a project person. You mm. can take on projects. It's big, you know, in the in the day-to-day family life to do those things. It takes a lot of energy, a lot of time, money, organization, especially if you've got young kids and then it gets wrecked anyway by them. <laughs> like I think I think you have a particularly huge capacity for projects in your head. Like I think for a lot of people it's like, "Oh my god, imagine having to move all the furniture out of this room." You're like, "I call that Tuesday." You know? <laughs> Yeah, but I'm talking to people who are planning renos. Yeah, yeah. And are wanting to do a bathroom. Literally, I've had that many DMs I could show you where someone goes, Oh my God, I was in love with this jade green tile for the bathroom. But I was like, Nope, can't need to stick with neutrals. Get your jade green tile, girl. Get your jade green tiles. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, can't, I honestly can't relate because I've done like light renovations a couple of times in different places and I just go for what I want. I had a bright green kitchen. Yeah. That's, you know? But that's your personality. Yeah. I'm like, well, you know, if I like it, someone else will like it and they can, they're going to change it anyway when they move in. That was my next point yeah. is that whoever buys your whatever yeah. that's coming their way they're going to want to add their personal touches anyway. Exactly. Like one of my builders said to me, wow, this kitchen is a vibe. I love it. I mean, obviously whoever buys your house will redo it. And And I was like, I want this house forever. I was like, who's to say I'm doing this for sale? I'm doing this for me. Yeah. And the amount of people who have said, oh, if you weren't Airbnb-ing this house, would you have done it all neutrals? And I'm like, no, Yeah. this is a project for me. Yeah. It's fun. It's joyous. Don't you don't you know fun when it looks you in the face? Yeah. Mm. And you know what? Every corner I walk around at that house, I can't not smile. Like color brings joy. There's like research shown about children, how they get stimulated 
by color and colors are associated with feelings totally. and moods. Yeah. And I walk into that house and I just feel joy. Yeah. The UK do it really, really well. Yes. I, I had a theory on this because I used to work in events and weddings and Aussie weddings and events, the palette is always white on white on white with some greenery. Mm. <laughs> you know, Maybe there'll be a dusty pink or a, a teal like a light powdery aqua, mm. you know, but we, we very much go neutral. And in the UK, weddings are like confetti, sequins, Oh, my God, the hats. groom and the groom's party all wear turquoise ties. Yeah, like colours yeah, and it's like it's, 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 it's dopamine and yeah. it's vibrant. My theory was, well, the, the surroundings are neutral mm. in the UK. Like yeah, often it's a grey sky with, a, you know, and like pretty – gray cities and like there's not a lot of color in the natural environment whereas our weddings here were on like bright green headland with a hot blue sea and a blue sky and like so of course we go neutral mm. to like it's like a counterbalance yeah thing. there's definitely something to be said but for that british interiors when done well so oh, fun they my- love color they always have like a dark navy tv room and then like a red dining room and like a yellow kitchen they love like all the front doors are colorful like they, they bring color in probably because it's not around so much yes. we have so much saturation in our natural mm, habitat we do all over the country you know red dirt blue sky blue waves you know like a, a mm. yellow sand like we've got a lot of color the other thing I find interesting is people say I'm worried I'll get sick of it yeah so paint it <laughs> so paint it you so can paint actually it. paint tiles and it's yeah. a very affordable way of changing up your tiles and also maybe don't follow a trend do you know what I get sick I of love this guys Jim is talking to Jem six months ago. It's like, I want to do a hologram of you six months ago being like, but I have my palette. I like soft neutrals. It makes me feel zen. It makes me feel calm. And you're like, you can paint tiles. Girlfriend, go bright turquoise. Oh, yeah. I'm in my post-war era coming out of COVID. (laughs) I just want celebration. Yeah. And that's what I'm inviting into my life. It's like when we went to the podcast awards last year and I went totally out of the box and wore that hot pink age dress that I would never in a million years normally wear. And I felt a million dollars. I felt joyous. Yeah. And I had a ball. It was a mood lifter. It's a mood. And I'm here for joyous moods, people. I know I keep saying that, but it's what I'm craving in my life at the moment. Yeah. I can't wait to see Yoko. It looks so yeah, it, 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 it is fun. Do the kids just love it? They do. They think they, it's like a candy house? Well, yeah, but, you know, this notion of, like, I'll get sick of it. I think if you don't follow a trend, you actually won't get sick of it because you won't see replicas of it mm, on Instagram. It'll just be million. your thing. See, I feel like... I see a version of my house every week on some Instagram account that I follow and that's when it becomes like, oh, I'm like bored of that. Mm. I've like seen that return whatever mm. a million times over. But actually if you go your own way, it's new and it's refreshing yeah. and it's exciting. This wasn't going to be my not spawn, but I've got an Instagram account that is a visual feast. Hit me with your not spawn. It's called at the house that color built. Oh, fun. And oh my gosh. It's a husband and wife duo and they have gone such a strong, brave direction with colour. And her whole sentiment, and I share this, is she's like, I don't, no one else needs to like it. Yeah, I'm the one who lives in it. Totally. And it makes me immensely happy when oh, I, I walk know. around every corner. Oh, it's glorious. Yes. I love pink and interiors so much. But also the combination of green and yellow and fun floor tiles. Like Is she the- in the UK? Yeah. yeah. It looks UK. It's very British. Yeah, I love it. Anyway, I started following them for inspo and I'm obsessed. So good. 
Yay to colour. I feel like it's a personality thing. You know, some people are like rainbow lorikeets and some people are pigeons. And this is the thing. If you love neutrals, fucking stick with neutrals. If those Gemma peanuts said. No. We do colour now. No, I'm speaking to the people who are resisting the urge. Ah, their internal urge. Their colour queen is calling out and they're quashing it. Yes, don't quash her. Let her out, people. Let her out, guys. Please Love. come to our conference. How pretty is that? Oh, my God. So cute. It's like blue wainscoted walls with like mustard check curtains and like a pink velvet bedhead. So fun. Such a vibe. I love it. Love it. Big fan. Well, that wasn't my not spun, but sh- can I have another one? <laughs> yeah, go for it. All hit right. me with a second not spun. I'm going to hit you. <laughs> I'm going to hit you. Nice, quick, easy one. Cotton on. Do these beautiful... Candelabra is made of colourful glass. Oh, yes. have seen. have seen. They're gorgeous. Adez does them too, mm-hmm. if I'm going to double up. Yep. But they have similar range, slightly different colour. So for everyone's palette, basically, they're $20 to $30. Boom. And they would look sick on any dining table. Fun. Hmm. I'll link it, obviously, in the show notes. And uh, we'll post You say obviously, but we often forget. We do often forget. That's true. <laughs> but we'll definitely put the link up on our Instagram stories. Boom. Hear me with your not spun. I have a follow as well. Yay. I'm like, you probably already follow him because he's amazing. You know what? We're saving people the dollars this week. You just have to tap follow. Yep, that's it. Sean Zepps. Huge fan. Massive fan. He has the most beautiful, joyful, speaking of joy, Instagram account. He brings the realness. He is a a gay man. Proud gay father of twins. He hosts the podcast Come Out Wherever You Are, which is just the best name for a podcast ever. My beautiful mate Maddie Backer was on his podcast last week, so I'm like I back in love with him. I loved Maddie's segment. It was so heartfelt so and good. vulnerable and beautiful. So proud. But Sean is just like, he's a yank living in Australia. He just has hilarious finger on the pulse content. He really gets to the crux of things in a really funny way. He's just an enjoyable follow. Brings joy into my day. Big, big fan of And his. he can do a reel. Can do a reel. Mm. Boyfriend can reel. Love a Sean Zepp's reel. Love it. And I love his fashion. Like, mm. really serves the looks, you know? Anyway, big fan. So go give Sean Zepp's a follow and a house that colour built. Also, guys, I need to tell you, um, apparently I'm doing a triathlon in two weeks. Oh, you are. I'm doing a try. I'm doing the swim part. Listen, we athletes, we are not. Even fit, we are not. I mean, one of us is. My cousin who's doing the run, this will be a cakewalk for her. My sister is not a cyclist. I'm a swimmer, but like, you know, competition swimmer, I don't know. Yeah, you're a leisurely swimmer. You know, like, yeah, it, it, it's going to be, we've we've thought of 78 ways that we could get out of it. But the thing is, my sister has MS. It's a brutal bullshit disease that targets women in their prime. We are trying to raise money for MS Research Australia because they are freaking close they're so, so close. There's so to m- finding a cure? To finding, like just to d- understanding it. It's a really hard to understand disease because it's mm. a neurological disease, but it affects the body in an invisible way, destroys lives, debilitates women, mm. particularly women, men as well, but mostly women. And my sister has it and we want it gone. So we, Absolutely. we try and do something different every year to raise money. So it's not just like constantly going, hey, the readathon or whatever. Like, so this year... We're like, fuck it, money where our mouth is. We're going to do a triathlon. <laughs> my sister was like, I 
I think I've really um, got myself in it here. What if we're trying to raise money for MS and I end up a paraplegic on the bike? <laughs> oh, my God. Because she's like a rookie. Yeah. Like she's trying to teach herself in like under three weeks how to like road race on a oh, proper bike. Is there a little bit of like regret? Can we control or oh delete God. this yes. commitment? We hardcore regret it. My, my cousin who's the runner and who's just like such an optimist was like, what if we like get into tries and this becomes our like family oh. thing? And we just like two of the world doing tries and me and Lou were like, uh, no. Uh, That's sure. a you thing. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> and everyone's like, I reckon I can do mine in an hour. Lou's like, I reckon mine will take me two hours. I'm like, I think I'm going to be like a 45 minute. Like, I'll be stoked if I can do it in 45 minutes. I'm like, so wait, what time does that put us at cocktails? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you can and yes. you're looking for something to support at the moment, please support us in DL's this hilarious adventure. Please throw your support behind Revs and her sister and her cousin, Joe. Can you tell the DLs where to go? Yes. To there's, donate. There's a link in my bio where going through kiss goodbye to ms because we want to kiss goodbye to ms and we're going to try and raise like as much as we can and if it's not clear how dedicated i am to this cause i'm getting in a fucking tri suit and swimming an open water race unfit so yeah help us out make it worth it it will be worth it revzy we'll be cheering on from the sidelines <laughs> me and lou were on the phone last night and i was like what if we did like a we'll match every dollar donated not to do the triathlon <laughs> For every dollar raised, we'll match it if we don't have to do it. Oh, so good. Oh, God. Anyway. Things we sign up to and think it's a good idea at the time. We're committed. Well, should we end this episode? Definitely. Let's get out of people's ears. We love you guys. We love you so much and we'll be back in your ears on Friday. Bye. One of these days we'll have an outro to our podcast.